Hello, and welcome back to the Tales of an Introvert podcast, episode 4, Recharging for Introverts. I know it's been quite a while since I've come out with a podcast. I've had some major, major life events come up uh, since the last episode, which was six months ago. A lot of work stuff, marriage, honeymoon, all good things, nothing bad, but uh, I am back with uh, some more talk about introversion. All right, what you want to hear, so let's get to it. I've been reading some tidbits on introversion a little bit. Um, If this is your first time listening in, I am an introvert, and I'm by no means an expert. I am learning about introversion myself, about uh, some of my behavior, I guess how it plays into the the spectrum of of introversion, what uh, introversion... um, does for me to me um you know how i uh i guess live with it and what my some natural uh, i guess responses are and and um how i cope in certain situations i want to say cope because that that sounds like it's you know necessarily a problem but how i navigate let's say certain situations that uh, i experience in life and that may be a story uh, or experience that I have uh, been through in my life, or um, sometimes just maybe some useful information or uh, some things I'm discovering about introversion, about uh, myself, or maybe from other people as well. In my readings, you know, I, I it, it you know it looks like um, Carl Jung, um, philosopher. Either I've heard this mentioned a few different ways. Either he coined. The phrase intro, introversion, extroversion, or perhaps he uh, just made it popular. I'm not sure, but his, his name comes up a lot when uh, discussing uh, these types of behavioral topics. You know, he's a, obviously a well-known philosopher. I actually have not read much of uh, Carl Jung's work. Um, I've definitely heard it referenced a lot, and in some of my reading about introversion, uh, I recently you know, had him a reference. And of course, if he coined the phrase and he's going to come up a lot. And so I do intend to maybe, uh, read, uh, some of his work. I know some of there, there's like annotations from some of his lectures, uh, you know, from like 1925. It's like, you know, way, way back in the day, but you know, apparently there's, you know, some, some wealth of topic on the, on the, uh, on introversion itself. And so, there were actually a few, I guess, ideas uh, quoted from his seminar. I'm going to read two of those now. The first is, uh, I started with the primitive idea of the flowing out and the flowing in of energy. And from this, I constructed the theory of the introverted and extroverted types. That was from one of those seminars in 1925. And then... Another piece here is the term introversion thus describes an inward turning of the psychic energy, which I call libido, because the introvert does not comprehend the object directly, but by means of abstraction, that is, by a thinking process that is inserted between himself and the object. Now, I'm in no way a philosopher myself, although I guess I think of myself as a philosopher in some some respect. But I'm not an academic philosopher, and um, there's probably a fair bit to unpack there. But one thing that I do notice, obviously, as a theme there, is it's talking about uh, this energy. And, you know, when you hear various 
people from the medical field talk about, you know, introversion or some of this behavioral uh, responses, I guess, behavioral mannerisms. You know, there's a conversation around energy um, and the explanation of introversion or extroversion being formulated around how one, um, you know, grabs their energy or, and I guess in turn loses energy. He, he, in that first excerpt, he talks about the idea of flowing out and the flowing in of energy. But, but anyway, both of these statements center around energy and there's definitely different subtopics I think can be, you know, discussed there, but how and why energy is drained from an introvert specifically Perhaps that you know the flowing out that Jung was referring to, uh, and then you know how we gain energy um, or the flowing in that he was referring to, being both sides of the coin. That's what I have an interest in, and I guess I'm trying to wrap my head around now. What I wanted to talk about today, though, was more about really kind of the other side of that, right? So once once that energy is drained, however it is drained, and many times with introverts that can be from interacting uh, with people. Um, I actually just was reading about a few different types of, of introversion. And maybe I'll talk about that and, and break that down a little bit on a, a future podcast, maybe the next podcast even. But regardless of what, I guess, type of, of introversion you may experience, on the other side of interacting with people in whatever setting that may be, um, you can find yourself drained of energy. What I wanted to talk about was, you know, how I usually recharge and, you know, some of the things I've kind of noticed lately with, with that behavior. I think probably first on the list and, and kind of ways to, to recharge your energy when you find yourself uh, drained from something introvert, intro, in, how do I phrase this, from something introvert related, hmm. maybe that social interaction. Some good old-fashioned alone time. And for myself, I'm still trying to understand what level of alone time or, or isolation is, is needed, per se. But I think, you know, for me, just one of the big things is just, you know, having some alone time. You know, how long that needs to be and, I guess, what uh, level of isolation. Because I feel like you can you know, still kind of be around people, but be alone in a, in a sense, right? And that may look like being in a coffee shop, some headphones on and kind of not interacting with anybody. Maybe not a super crowded coffee shop, but I think you understand where there's still other people around, but you know, you're not really engaging with them. Um, but I think the best form of that is actually just isolation where nobody's around um, and you have the ability to do whatever you need to do. Now, there may be specific activities that, that help you in that, you know, recharging effort. But in my opinion, I think you need to have enough time to explore what activity is needed based on how you feel. So when you actually do get that alone time, there may be some practices, some things you do in order to, to kind of help recharge. But you know, my big thing is kind of having enough time to explore what's needed. Um, And maybe that is you need to, you know, take a nap. And on the other side of that nap, still, you know, wake up to kind of a quiet environment. Maybe 
after that nap, you read for an hour uh, uninterrupted. And, and maybe that's all you need. Or maybe after that, you kind of need some more time to to try something else. Um, but I think that the, what I'm getting at is, is, you know, affording yourself enough time in order to explore what's needed. And so how much time is that, though? You know, is that... You know, is four hours enough? Is eight hours enough? Um, do you do you need, you know, twenty four hours? I mean, and you know, depending on the individual, you you, you know, you may need a day. Um, you know, you may not be able to get it, but um, you know, perhaps that is how you fully reset. Right? You have um, a, a an extended period where you can explore activities or maybe lack of activity in, in order to you know kind of recharge yourself rejuvenate that energy uh, and that spirit and be refreshed like feel refreshed and ready to take on whatever you need to take on which may or may not you know involve um you know social interaction but how much time you know does that take and perhaps it doesn't take a full day, but you know I kind of talked about about napping. I do think really, in, you know, we all need sleep in order to you know recharge. And I guess the most frank sense of the word recharge, right? We all have to have that sleep in order to to replenish uh, or, or or have that physical energy, right? But there is, you know, I think a mental component in there as well, right? So you know, maybe a nap, maybe an hour nap. Followed by some some meditation is enough, but you know maybe you need some time alone, then a full night's sleep, and and maybe a little bit more time. So may, maybe that's like twelve hours, but a couple hours each on the side of a full sleep cycle versus a nap. Um, and and but may, maybe you don't need sleep at all. Maybe you just need a solid four hours where you can um, do nothing. Maybe you just you know sit on the couch and then think um a lot of times i think you know i just need you know time for you know my brain to kind of unravel <laughs> not unravel in the sense that uh you know having a breakdown but just time enough for your mind to explore what it needs to explore uninterrupted but you know like i said before uh, an extended period of time alone may not be something you have available to you and then that's where maybe the focus on activity is what you need. And so a few activities that I know help me is first and foremost on the list is the gym. A good solid, you know, workout. And for me, that's generally at the gym, but doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily have to be. Um, usually helps me get back on track. Um, obviously, you know that you know in most cases are going to be other people at the gym. There are some cases that you could have a, a you know maybe a membership to a twenty four hour gym, where you can go like later at night if your schedule allows, um, where there's less people. But you know, nevertheless, you can hit the gym, throw in some headphones, and just kind of you know get to work. I like to sometimes just you know hop on a stationary bike, watch some shows on my phone, you know some short stuff on Netflix or something, or maybe even a YouTube video. And, and, you know, that may start or maybe end the workout or it, maybe that's just the workout itself. Maybe I just go and do, you know, 30 minutes uh, on stationary bike and 
during that time I'm, I'm watching a show and I'm, I'm, my mind just kind of disconnects for a minute. Uh, still in kind of the category of exercise, I guess, is, is taking a walk. It doesn't have to be power walking, right, or strenuous anything, but just taking a walk, getting outside, get, getting some fresh air. If that's possible where you live, you know, maybe that's just uh, around the block, you know, to a neighborhood store or something. I personally like to to walk at a park. I'm fortunate enough to have one close to, to where I live, um, but maybe that's, you know, more of a drive for you. So maybe that looks like, you know, just taking a walk around the neighborhood. And, you know, maybe you pop in some earbuds and listen to a podcast or maybe some, some music or maybe you don't listen to anything. Maybe you just kind of listen to, to nature. But uh, I know a walk helps me. And next on the list, I would say, is uh, meditation. It doesn't have to be super long. can definitely be short. Short as, you know, five minutes. can do wonders, I think. Um, there's, you know, guided meditations. You know, you can have somebody kind of talk you through a short or, or longer meditation. You know, that's helpful. Or, you know, just on your own, just kind of focusing on, on your breath. That's what a lot of the guided want to do depending on I guess how it's it's taking you through the meditation a lot of times you're just kind of focusing on how you're breathing in and out and and um, how often your mind kind of wanders off and and bringing it back to paying attention to that breath you know a little breath work in silence and um, you know you don't have to be sitting in a full Nelson or anything to or I'm sorry full Nelson uh, a full you don't have to be like sitting in a full lotus or anything right you can be laying down you can be sitting in a chair um, you know just eyes closed and and paying attention to your breathing but um, you know meditation can, can do wonders I have been you know doing some some reading uh, myself on uh, mindfulness and um, kind of being in the moment and I'm actually reading a book right now on on mindfulness for creative minds and um you know it gives some some ideas on kind of how to do meditation um length of time but anyway the point is some meditation for me can be helpful as well some spa services uh could be something as well obviously there's generally a cost involved there and they can be on a little bit more expensive side, but, you know, massage, um, a float, some sauna work, all of those can, can help to rejuvenate as well. And I personally like all three of those. Um, I don't really float too much. I've done it before and, and it was great. I do really, really like the sauna, you know, like massages as well. But again, those definitely have a uh, cost with it. Um, and then um, yoga as well. Um, it, it, you know, if you haven't done yoga before, there you know you can do some you know beginner uh, yoga flows classes. You can you know find some stuff on YouTube, or um, you know there's definitely subscription services, uh, but there's a lot of free stuff out there as well. Um, or your local you know yoga studio in your your city or town. But I do find yoga to provide some of that that recharge um, as well 
And so that that kind of brings me to the end of my my I guess short list on you know things that I like to do. So I wasn't you know just kind of throwing out random things. These are all things that I have done. I don't necessarily do all of these things consistently. I don't need you know necessarily all of them together, but they are various things I guess in my tool belt that I use uh, in order to 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 recharge. Um, like I said, sometimes you have more time than others. Your uh, life or family situation might not afford that. You know, maybe you're you're married with uh, seven kids, and it's hard to to get that alone time. Maybe impossible. Um, so you know, maybe you're you're able to insert some of these methods into your routine in order to try to recharge. But those have helped me. Now, what I've um, and I don't know that I've thought of, of these as, as like, Hey, I need, you know, I have been around people for too long. I need to recharge my battery. So I'm going to do this, um, or that as I'm, uh, I guess reflecting on myself some more, I guess now I'm aware of, I guess how introversion affects me. And, you know, I can take these as per- prescriptive measures but i some of these i have just done over time and i have found them to provide that benefit for me and i've able i've been able to kind of understand you know what how they've had an impact on me and some things like like the meditation like understanding a little bit about mindfulness have been a little bit more deliberate in 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 being able to you know get on the other side of of being drained uh, but these are all things that I have, you know, used myself or experienced myself. So, um, it, you know, some of these are, you know, I think fairly obvious and people have talked, you know, you know, not, I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm necessarily coming up with, with anything brand new here, but figured I'd just kind of throw out the things that I have used. Now, one of the things I have noticed, and I guess one of the things that, I've been kind of thinking about and I just want to stand, understand a little bit more about myself. Um, and I'm, I've guess called it anti recharge. <laughs> so, it, you know, when I'm, I guess uh, there have been times where I'm not, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff I do on autopilot, like I try to get on a, a regular gym schedule, not necessarily just for mental health, but, for physical health, right? Um, obviously, other other benefits and just mental health with working out, but that is one of them, I believe. And um, so, you know, I try to uh, insert you know exercise into my to my regular routine. But I have found in some instances that um, some things can kind of hinder the process of of trying to recharge. You know, I've I've gotten on the other side of a period of time where I thought, you know, at the end of that period of time that I would be, you know, rejuvenated, re-energized, kind of be ready to go. But yet I'm still I'm not there quite yet. And so uh, I've ran into that here and there. And, uh, you know, I've just found I think recently of been more aware, I guess, that, that some things have hindered that process of, of recharging. So for an example of that is, you know, I can be maybe home alone. So I have the, the solitude or alone time, 
and but you know but I'm um, maybe working or pondering on something for work I do you know in my day job I do work in an office but I do you know I'm able to do work at home which many people are you know nowadays and um, so it could be you know maybe I, I branch off and I'm thinking about work things or I do a lot of uh, career uh, related study, so I could um, get into that, right? So when I do have some downtime, you know, I may be reading uh, something a little bit more technical, which can be, you know, very interesting and engaging mentally, but the the activity itself can also be mentally draining, right? So while it might provide, you know, professional fulfillment, I guess, it can be draining mentally and so when I'm in a period where um, I'm actually alone and have the uh, uh, ability to and an opportunity to use that alone time to to recharge I don't I'm not you know giving myself the mental space that I need to to properly recover and so I've just noticed that as 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 a thing um, that that happens sometimes and I'm you know I'm very ambitious about you know, my career and, um, and, you know, wanting to not only do well, but, you know, excel in my field. And, um, that requires, you know, a lot of, you know, study and, um, I guess, continuing education. And also, you know, this is not really, uh, isolated to my field or anything but you know there's a lot of thought I guess that happens um, outside of work and I'm very I'm a very analytical person anyway um, so I can get carried away with thinking about things uh, too much which you know may be in uh, another conversation in, in the realm of, of introversion I guess so another thing is monotony so I, I told you I've been reading a book um, mindfulness for the creative mind in that it talks a little bit about changing up your routine um, to allow your mind to have you know new experiences and therefore opening yourself up to uh, opportunity to be a little bit more creative uh, and I th- have been thinking you know lately along those lines that the you know the practice of doing the same thing all the time can kind of wear on you or at least on on me uh, a bit so even something minor in in like uh in switching up you know kind of routine can i think be helpful not only for that to, for that creativity but to again you know give yourself some mental space to to uh, you know i don't i don't have a good way i guess to maybe to ar- ar- articulate this but to to give yourself um, give your mind uh, an opportunity to be uh, excited to exercise. I guess some different parts of the brain, other than you know, kind of seeing the same thing um, from a routine perspective over and over. So, while I guess what I'm getting at is, while that may spark creativity, which is what the the book was kind of alluding to, I think it can maybe have some other benefits as well. So, I do like the idea of. Um, kind of switching up, you know, your routine. And, and so even minor things like, you know, maybe if you're going to read, you know, instead of reading on the couch or read outside or maybe at a, 
coffee shop or you know if you go to the same coffee shop to study or do work um maybe you go to a new coffee shop right go to find somewhere new to to go to and kind of you know break up that routine the last thing on the list here is i think just life um in, in general right sometimes life um uh can be taxing i know that's a broad thing to say right life but um, there are so many things, and this goes into the to the analytical mind. There are so many things to worry about, stress about, and uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't really have a great answer other than I think you need to give yourself some space to refill your energy so you can you know shoulder what you need to from life, and perhaps that's perhaps that's getting more sleep or exploring what mindfulness can do for you. Uh, I, you know, told you I'm on that journey myself. Um, and I think, you know, podcasting, um, and being able to verbalize, you know, some of the things I go through and try to work through what that means to me and, you know, potentially what it can mean for you is a part of that journey for me. So figure out what you need. You definitely uh, owe it to yourself. Find a way to recharge. It is possible when you're an introvert. Well, thanks. That's it uh, for this podcast. Thanks for for joining me. I'll be back with uh, another podcast really soon.